This is a show about the nature and culture of MSP, dispelling the myths of Minnesota nice for the urbane side of the cities that the world, country, and even some Minnesotans haven't experienced. Today's show is a timely rebroadcast of how we gather during winter. You'll hear about the European Christmas market, which is happening this weekend, and the indoor Hmong market happening all year long. If you end up going to either, use the hashtag Deep North on Instagram because hashtags I learned last week are still in. Enjoy the show. This week on Deep North, cold weather and the spaces where people come together for warmth. Whether it be in warehouse flea markets or outdoor winter festivals, embracing the weather instills community in very different ways. For this show, we'll visit a few spaces, shifting the paradigm of what it means to gather during winter. Deep North's Steve Ray with a story. Union Depot Station. On the first day of spring, it snowed. I fell on ice, and it snowed some more. Minnesota is no longer attempting to hide the fact that it's cold here. Instead, the state is embracing it. If you watch the Super Bowl or live in MSP, you inevitably heard Minneapolis referred to as the bold north. With unemployment so low, Minnesota companies like 3M, U.S. Bank, Medtronic, and Best Buy need to attract talent. Hence, the motivation to rebrand Minnesota as a place exhilarated by cold. Despite the weird directions place-based marketing can go, the core of this message is true. Consciously or not, people here sincerely appreciate the cold. My name is Birgit John. You can say it like Bridget and switch the R and the I, and it makes Birgit. But I take it. With her bright red nose and bounce in her step, Bridget isn't standing outside of Union Depot to convince anyone to move to MSP. She organizes the European Christmas market because it's fun. I am German. I grew up with this. I live in St. Paul now for 10 years, and I had to go to Chicago to find a similar market, and that was so far away. And, and I said, I like Christmas. I like markets, and I want to do it the way I know it from Germany. Uh, is it not, not too cold for you? No, not at We have a heater here. We are energized. We're all perked up, so that's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> The 20s era train depot is full of people. There are warming houses, train rides, and outdoor picnic tables. It's maybe 10 degrees, and dozens of vendors are selling ornaments, beer steins, winter clothing, and of course, food. These are Kartoffelpuffer, the Braunschweiger uh, potato pancake from my wife's hometown recipe. I call them edible beer coasters. Customers surround Nick's booth, and steam rises from their smiling lips. Um, other than a little bit of me in every bite, uh, there's five parts Yukon gold potato to one part onion, semolina pasta flour, egg as a binder, seasoning, and lemon juice to prevent browning. 
and I smell like a pancake when I get done with this too, so it's a good thing it's my wife's favorite food. Uh -huh. <laughs> After a quarto poofer, cart puffer, quarto poofer, whatever, a savory German pancake. I grabbed a beer and a bag of German chocolate wafers. Come on in, guys. Come on in, come on in. These are Wonder Waffles. What do you think? Waffles with double layers of German chocolate. <clears throat> dark chocolate. Oh, so yummy. <laughs> and if you like gingerbread, we have them also with real Lebkuchen gewürz, which is a German gingerbread spice. As it melts, you'll notice. So let them melt just a little bit because they're a little cold. So when they melt, they're creamier than otherwise. Let it melt in your mouth a little bit. Yeah, give it a moment. Deutsch? Speak German? Klar. That's a Wahnsinn. Da kann man ja Deutsch sprechen. I'm Liz. I grew up in, here part-time until I was 11 and then in Florida, so I missed having winter for a good 17 years. In the booth next to the chocolate wafers, Liz represents Namekin fur, a faux fur hood attachment that makes parka hoods warmer and more stylish. We think that with the right gear and embracing it, you can love winter. My husband and I, we go out and snowshoe on the weekends and find if we get out and enjoy it, and go on walks and embrace it, then it's a lot better than sitting and hating it. Cold weather isn't inherently enjoyable, but communities that are able to unite over it, however briefly, take the edge off the chill. Because we want to grow that market. This is our main um, concern, that we have more kiosks, more fire pits, more people here, whatever can be improved, we want to do it. We want to help St. Paul being a revived city downtown outside during the winter. It would be great if more people would come together outside. But like the European Christmas market, most outdoor winter events have a finite duration and are reserved for special occasions. There are no outdoor winter cafes and lighted seating areas are hard to come by. But in a warehouse two miles down the road, there's a much larger market open year-round seven days a week. Oh my gosh, this place is huge. I'm walking through a crowded parking lot towards an unmarked warehouse with Alex and my two roommates, Sam and Ash, one of which I wrongly assume is our guide. Where, where are we right now? I don't know. I really don't know what it's called. I just Stage call it the flea market. <laughs> Sam, what, what would you call this place? I'd call them Mung Flea Market on Johnson Parkway. The inside of the warehouse is as busy as the parking lot. There are literally hundreds of shops and thousands of people, mostly Hmong families, doing their Sunday shopping. Wow, look at all this ginger. We should get some ginger. Hmong generally yeah. consider themselves from Southeast Asia, with ancestral roots that go back to China. When the Vietnam War spread to Laos, Hmong fought with the U.S. against communism. Estimates range from one-tenth to half of the Hmong population was killed. Some were soldiers, but most civilians. After the war, Hmong became refugees in their own country. Some were accepted into the U.S. and have been in Minnesota for decades. Winding through the market stalls, Vince and Peter see my confused look and offer some guidance. Let's just say Hmong fruit. Hmong fruit? Yeah, Hmong false fruit. Uh, can you play? 
I'm not that good, but I can play. You can play? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Vince and Peter are handymen in St. Paul. When they're in the area, they stop at the Hmong village to eat. Chicken, chicken wing? Chicken wing, that's the best. <laughs> I, I, had a, I had a quail. Yeah, that's why I just ate one quail. Oh, one oh quail. super. I just ate the quail too, yeah. Oh, we sell Hmong um, food and a Thai food. I order Kao Pun from Pa. She smiles widely and is patient with my prolonged decision process. Kao Pun is a savory Hmong curry with a coconut milk chicken broth base. When she brings the bowl to the table, aromatic lemongrass steam rises from the bowl of rice noodles. The curry has a red hue and the flavor is complex and warm. While slurping the final spoonful, I consider that this may be the most delicious broth dish I have ever tasted. I want to do a story on this place. Oh, you got to. Ah. Yeah, you got to, yes. As a, I think we have, we have so many kind of people like Hmong, Kalian, and many minorities here. And then we all have about 80,000 Hmong people living in Twin City here. Yeah. Well, who's the owner? I know the owner. I'll take you there. Let's go. Yeah, go. Maybe he might give you a shot. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you come back. Oh, right there. Yeah. Here's the founder. Oh, really? Yeah. Hello. Hello. We leave the food court, cut through an aisle of appliance vendors, past the farmer's market, and into a cluster of offices. Hey, Steve. Steve? Hey. Yeah, Vang. I'm the owner of the Monkledge. You're the owner? Yeah, yeah. Sit down here. Sit down here. Vang is wearing a fresh press suit collar unbuttoned. He invites Alex and I to sit around his oval conference table and retrieves a few water bottles from his mini fridge. Why? Oh, water. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Why did you, why did you start it? People's gonna like one-stop shop like this. Uh-huh. It's especially in Minnesota. Uh-huh. Uh, when it ties, and uh, it's real hard to go shop, you know, stop and shop one place and then get into the car and go find parkings and Huh. We have everything in here. Okay. Clothing, toy, music. We got about 40 different office buildings in here. And then we have our farmer's markets in here. We just and, have and then we open seven days a week, and then we open year-rounds. Does this represent uh, traditional Hmong culture in some way? Uh, not, not really, but, you know, Hmong people, when we live back in Laos, you know, we live in a village. Uh-huh. So everybody's come here. They come to the market. Yeah, my market. And, yeah. and they're just walking around. Some people didn't even buy nothing, but they just come in, you know, walking around. It's just a really good environment because it's inside. Summer times we have air conditions. Mm-hmm. Winter times we have heatings, you know. It's really good for all other people. So they just come in, meet friends, you know, neighbors, talk to. And, um, and um, to each other, the kids come and running around all over us, you know, and they feel like they're home. Adapting the village setting of Laos to an American warehouse, the Hmong village has lived up to its name. As a community space for young and old, the village offers the opportunity to buy what you need or nothing at all, all year, seven days a week. In the States, I think the winter culture is very gift-focused, like shopping. 
This is Kate again, the owner of the Chocolate Wonder Wafers. In Europe, the, at least in Germany around Christmas time, it's a very communal. We all go down to the Christmas markets, we socialize. Maybe we don't buy something every time, but we go and have a Glühwein or a cocoa or a, a beer, and we, we hang out among the lights. It's such a dark time of year that we hang out among the lights with each, with each other. And I, I think that's really appealing, and I think what I love about this market is it's sort of bringing that forward, like, you might not buy anything, but come down and be with your neighbors. And enjoy the Christmas season without being in the shopping mall. I like to travel because when I return, I see things differently, with a breath of potential. MSP hosted some great outdoor events this winter, but they were all temporary. As a self-proclaimed bold North, maybe we should heed the advice of traveled voices like Bridget, Vang, and Kate. Shovel off the patios, hang up some lights, and bring the village together. What would MSP look like if we did? A spark a cigarette in my life for someone else showing off your ornaments like fairy tales. You love to waste my time, let you lose inside my Music in this episode by MSP artists Enjoy the Cat, Zach Baltich, and the song playing right now by the Limousine Group. Links to all of them are in the show notes. Visit deepnorthpodcast.com and subscribe to the email list. You don't want to miss it. See you next week with a brand new story. Stop.